Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. again welcome to everyone and thank you for listening the reset yourself 22 podcast is about bettering yourself inspiring you and making you see that you are pretty awesome and that you each and every one of you yes you can do anything you want but here's the thing as many doors as i lead you to with these podcasts It's up to you guys to open the door and walk through. So what if show after show of me just babbling on and rambling on, you guys immediately just walk away and think to yourselves, wow, that was a great show, but I don't have what it takes to be successful or to be happy or to whatever Jimmy's saying. Well, that's a great loss because that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I want to help and I want you to realize everything that these shows are about, you can do. Um, Well, to everyone that feels that way, I understand it. I get it. It's not easy. But here's the thing. We both know it's a crock of crap. You can. And and I know you can. I know you can. You know you know you can. I know you know you can. Okay. So what is this episode about? Episode 14 is on limiting beliefs. Yes, I said 14 already. Limiting what? Limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are false beliefs that will prevent you from following your goals. They're, 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 they're bullshit. They're, they suck. But here's the thing. We all have them. Some, a few more than others. Uh, you know, Some of us are filled to the brim with them. But 
Here's the thing. They can keep you from doing so many things. Your identity emerges out of your habits. You are not born with preset beliefs. Every belief, including those about yourself, is learned and conditioned through experience. More precisely, your habits are how you embody your identity. When you make your bed each day, you embody the identity of an organized person. When you write each day, you embody the identity of a creative person. When you train each day, you embody the identity of an athletic person. The more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behavior. In fact, the word identity, and this was interesting when I found this out, the word identity was originally derived from the Latin words, two of them, you ready? Ascentitus, which means being, and identidem, which means repeatedly. So your identity is literally your repeated beingness. That's pretty much what identity means. Okay, so imagine when you were born in your mind. Now bear with me, okay? That there was an empty jar in your mind, okay? That's how you were born, with just an empty jar. And as you grew up, being too young to write, other adults wrote beliefs for you on these little pieces of paper, like fortune cookies. And they would place them in your jar of thought, one of my favorites, which my mom wrote in there for many years, was eat all your food and you will be big and strong. Well, that one I took to heart. And I ate everything in sight, everything on my plate, and sometimes on others. And I grew up to be, well, not big and strong, but husky and chubby. Thanks, Mom. Well, she did mean well. I get it. It's how she showed love. Okay. <laughs> I have always admired parents that never somehow saw failure in their lives or their children. It's like they always seem to have just gotten it right. I know not everybody does, but some people are better at hiding it. They already had plans out of their... I mean, I've talked to parents that, like, in their minds, their children, their life is already planned out. It's, it's going to be a, a very successful life. And God, I hope so. And many times it is because they really put their mind to it. They have their children's lives planned out. In their minds, there's no doubt their children would obviously be successful. Not all of us had that same inspiration. So we may have had family and friends that cared, but how easily was it when you shared your dreams and were quickly shot down with comments like you're crazy, the cost of money, uh, you know, you got to think about stuff like that. You, you, you just can't, you know, sadly, you're not smart enough or whether they knew it or not. Our grandparents, parents and other adult role models in our lives, everybody, uh, you know, they weren't doing well. They, like, they weren't doing right by us. Um, and, and now, you know, some, something simple like, you know, no, honey, that's too much for you to handle. Let me do that for you, which that, that's another show called Enabling. <laughs> but sadly, so many limiting beliefs were created by people, by people that actually cared. Um, and they were only, honestly, if you really think about it, sharing their own limiting beliefs. If anything, they were crazy for not following their dreams. They were lazy. They didn't have the money. They just didn't have the oomph to want to do it. They're the ones that didn't have the balls to try. 
and they just may not have been smart enough to pursue their dreams and goals. So guess what? They handed down these limiting beliefs to you and made you think that you also couldn't. It's horrible. So here comes the introduction in that little jar, you know, the, the, the jar in your, in your mind of fear, lack of confidence, no hope, and always making sure to second guess yourself. Isn't that wonderful? And yes, sadly, many of these bullshit beliefs came from family nonetheless. And, you know, from teachers and other people, but they came from the people closest to us as, as children. Imagine if instead the child with that empty jar was immediately filled with, you can, you will, you are handsome, you are beautiful. You can do it. Go for it. Believe in yourself. You have what it takes. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can hold you back. Imagine. Okay, so how do you think this child would turn out? I mean, I get it. Everybody's going to say, well, you know, you know. Okay, there's no guarantees. This child may end up being the next very positive serial killer that, you know, believed they could and killed very successfully. But know that we are products of our environment. And I'll give you a great example. So I was born and raised in Bridgeport during a wonderful period of time. Um, I was young. And I remember watching a phoenix come to Bridgeport. The year was 1993. No, that, that would not be a phoenix as in the bird. It would, that would have been shot down. But um, it was a program called the Phoenix Project. I remember waking up one morning as a huge crane drove down my street preparing to drop a concrete barrier like those New Jersey barriers on the highway, the same ones, across the intersection at my corner. How exciting it was. A new place to do graffiti. But anyway, this was better than many of the house fires we'd run to go see as children. It was exciting. And at times I would actually help the firemen with the hoses. But anyway, so as you can imagine, all the neighbors came out of their homes and watched from their windows looking down at the street in amazement as these concrete barriers were being placed around like a giant maze all around the neighborhood. Actually, it was 40 intersections were blocked with these concrete barriers. The idea was that the barriers would discourage drug buyers by making it difficult for them to speed away after making a drug purpose. And the hope was to create roadblocks so that others would be deterred out of town. So drug buyers that came from other you know, towns and areas uh, would not want to come through. And because of this, in general, gunfire, which plagued the city at that time, would come to an end. Well, so this is where I grew up. For some time, I allowed it to create limiting beliefs because it was all I knew. It was all I was surrounded by. My friends ended up in jail or dead. But here's the thing, in my home, okay, inside, my mom and dad always made sure we had love. There was a unity amongst us, which was very special. And my mother always had the refrigerator filled with food. Thank you, Pathmark. So you can never hear me say I grew up in the hood and I had it tough. I grew up in the hood. That is true. And everything you can imagine 
that happens in the hood is true. But my parents kept us on the straight and narrow. It was tough for them, three boys. But we did it. We did what we had to do to stay together and to believe in ourselves. As for gangs in the neighborhood, because we had some. But you know, luckily, I actually had nuns until the eighth grade. And they were badass. And speaking of gang colors, when you saw a black and white habit coming for you, you prayed for forgiveness. But here's the thing. Looking back now, I, I got to admit, they were tough on me. Like they, they, were, they were horrific at times. But I remember many conversations with a lot of these nuns, Sister Catherine especially, seventh grade. They always believed in me. They believed in me when I wasn't sure of myself. So thank you to all the sisters. Then I must thank my aunt and uncle. They would take me to Florida for the summers and showed me that there was more to life than the hood and that any excuse I created to fail was completely and totally self-created. I had no reason. And I don't know if any of you listening in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and on and on and on. But here's the thing. You guys, too, you have no excuse. I don't care how old you are. You have no excuse. I'm sorry that many of your fears and limiting beliefs were implanted by others. But I am here to remind you that most of these things that are or were implanted were their issues, not yours. You can sever these beliefs. Simply, you can control, alt, and delete them if you want to. Consider this show an awakening. Let this be your aha moment. As I've said many, many times before, your armor may be dented and dinged, but you can hammer it out and revisit your goals. Think about it. Seeing everything with a new pair of eyes, a different perspective. If you accept a limiting belief, then it will become true for you. Here is a quote from The Power of the Subconscious Mind by the author Dr. Joseph Murphy, which, by the way, can be heard on audible.com. Support for today's show comes from audible.com. Such a great book. I actually read the book, then heard it later on audible.com. Oh, yeah. So the quote, your subconscious mind does not argue with you. It accepts what your conscious mind decrees. So if you say, I can't afford it, I can't afford it, I can't afford it, your subconscious mind is going to make it true. So just select a better thought. Just say, I'll buy it. And if you can't, say, I will save for it. And accept that in your mind. But can't and won't, are, are you just putting up walls that you can never afford it? It's like, if you really want it, you can, but you got to work for it and put that into your mind. Okay, so let's now get back to these uh, limiting belief lies. How can you overcome any limiting belief? Well, here is a simple process you can use to change any limiting belief into an empowering belief. Identify a limiting belief that you want to change. Like literally sit there and think about it. Start by making a list of any beliefs you have that might be limiting to you. Limiting you from doing things, from accomplishing goals, from abundance. To help keep you realistic and honest about yourself, 
I recommend inviting a friend, two or three, to sit around because they can work on themselves while you work on yourselves. And just sit around and have a powwow and be honest, like painfully honest. No judging, just be honest. It's not about hurting each other, putting each other down. So don't be insensitive, okay? Please, just just take it, listen to it, and and learn from it. And if you're in denial that you don't have any limiting beliefs, well, let, let me throw some out there and see if any of these uh, resonate with you. This is how they usually begin. Somebody said a hundred times to you, you're stupid. And then you actually started to believe that you were. Or, you, you know, you'll never go to college, you'll never make it. And you actually believed after a while that you could actually never get to college. It's like, well, if you have grades, you can do it. If you have the drive, you could work towards it. My favorite growing up was money doesn't grow on trees. Hmm. Uh... That's sad because if you want something, you just work for it. If anything, if money, if your trees in the backyard don't have money or enough money, plant more trees. How? By working more. By by striving more. Instead of just saying it's done, money doesn't grow. That's stupid. Of course it grows on trees. You grow it. You work. You earn it. If it's very expensive, you work harder for it. You can't afford it. And if somebody says to you, well, you can't, that's a limiting belief. And that is very stupid and closed-minded. Obviously, this way of thinking was from someone that did not believe they could not afford it. Or they were too incapable or lazy to work for it. That's dumb. So okay, so you can't buy it now. Okay, maybe next week. Maybe next month. You know, set a set a, a, a little pot together to throw some money in and get it next year, ne- you know, in five years. Everybody who's out there that has something, they worked for it. What's keeping you from doing the same thing? This is why, again, be careful who you receive advice from. I can't do anything right. So why even try? Okay, that's just dumb. <laughs> that's a waste of breath. That shouldn't even be spoken. You can do anything you put your mind to. You try, you practice, you study, whatever it takes, you can do it. And again, back to the eat everything on your plate, but with this addition, the children in Africa are starving. And as a kid, I used to always say like, well, then mail it to them. I know, that's mean. But again, it's like all this is teaching you is that you, if you don't eat everything on your plate, you're going to go hungry. But instead, I just became pleasantly plump because I just ate everything and everybody else's. Because, you know, I feel guilty for the children in Africa. Here's another very ridiculous comment. The only person you ever think about is yourself. Uh, Okay, Uh, so what will you understand from this is that it's not okay to focus on your own needs. Uh, Well, it is. Uh, Of course it is. Because you are the priority in your life first. You have to take care of yourself first. As we've all heard, many of us that travel, when you're in a plane and the little air thing drops down, do you put the mask on your child, on your your husband, your your wife, your, your friend? No, you put it on yourself first. Because you can't help others until you help yourself. So really, you need to focus on yourself. Yes, don't be selfish. But focus on yourself Okay, now who remembers uh, this being said as a kid to them? Children should be seen and not heard. And I can see how this stifles and forces kids into a very dark place because they feel that they need to be quiet if they want to be loved. Again, stupid sayings. 
stupid, completely stupid sayings. Um, another dumb one. You ready? People are not interested in your problems. Well, here's the thing. That's not true because on Facebook they are. But the limiting belief created here is that I should just hide what is really going on with me. And that's nonsense. Find good people that will not judge and will let you talk and will be honest and share exactly how you feel. Now, why did I, 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 I really put emphasis on let you talk? Because to me, I'm sorry. It's a very annoying thing when you go to somebody because you want to talk and the minute you start to tell your story, they have to tell you how their story is bigger or worse or they suffered more. You know, you injured your leg and they had both of their legs turned off by sharks. It's like at this moment, just for this second, this conversation, let it be about the person talking. Like I just I tend to just go silent, walk away and they don't even notice that I stopped talking. It's just when somebody's talking to you and like wants to just cry on your shoulder, let them talk. Like, this is not your time to tell them how you had it worst. Um, here's a famous one for the testosterone-filled men. Boys don't cry. Again, said by complete and total buffoons. Little boys will actually believe these idiots and feel that it's not okay to share my feelings, especially of sadness. This somehow goes against being a man. Um, again, just nonsense. Just stupid um ever have someone say to you nobody's interested in your opinion well uh, what you will think is that what you think is not important and again utter nonsense your opinion matters don't be one of those people that just have an opinion about something that you know nothing of like at least do a little bit of background like read something back it up with something because that's odd when people just give advice and when you ask them how they know it's just their thought it's like no like back it up with some i don't know some education but still your opinion still matters so my question is did any of these resonate with you i'm not pointing fingers at you but i think all of us had one a few or most of these ingrained in our brains please take time to work on removing these why because you are worth it change your mindset and your life will change there are moments in life when something happens and we make up a story about the why and the what we start to live as if our story was actually true because we believe this keeps us safe the truth is these stories are stopping us from getting the big results that we we're looking for it's bullshit okay what are some of the most common human limiting beliefs Okay, ready? Fear of success. Fear of failure. Fear we are not good enough to achieve what we want. Fear of not being loved or being unlovable. Fear of rejection. Generally leading you to avoid relationships and people in general. Having negative attributes assigned to being rich or having money. Fear of being great. The fact that people feel that they don't deserve or are not worthy of success. We have to work very hard and long hours for our money. If not, we'll never make it. That's not true. Work smart, not hard. I learned that. Trust me. I learned that a lot of times. I'm stubborn. It didn't stick, but it has. And a good one. This is a great one. Well, others hold me back. Others? No. Uh, so you believe that your poor decisions are other people's fault. 
Nope. Do you recognize any of these? Especially that last one. People who, you know, it's about my show about blaming. Blaming everybody else. No, no. Blame yourself. How often do you hear yourself say, I should, I have to, or I can't? We all have these, and it's okay. It's likely to happen to all of us at some stage in our lives and careers. But by taking the time to consider what you want to believe, you can choose your beliefs and values. Or you can just continue sabotaging your path to success and then blaming others. Changing your belief system is one of the most important steps to taking and creating success and achieving it. This may sound crazy, but you can change your mindset if you choose to. Believe that you can and you will. Focus on ridding yourself of these beliefs and you will see changes in your life. Sit with a group. Talk about these beliefs. Reflect on the memories that may have scarred you and made you believe that you weren't capable of doing many things. You may be surprised to hear from good friends. And I'm talking about like good friends, honest friends, like the ones that won't judge you, that you are better than you thought and that you are capable. One by one, the memories of the limiting beliefs placed in our mental jars will be pulled out and set on fire. Take this time to replace them with new ones, better ones, honest ones. Remember all your inner dialogue and outer conversations should be aimed at getting you to where you want to be. So keep replacing any thoughts or beliefs that keep you from achieving your goals with an empowering thought or belief that it will take you closer to your goals. Once you have created a new belief, your new belief will need to be implanted. Well, we are trying to change a belief that honestly has been bouncing around in our heads for decades. So it's not going to be overnight. Let me let me take a moment and, and talk about children. Let me just sidestep here because children are very important when it comes to limiting beliefs because that's how all this stuff starts. Some children you may see are shy and others are very outspoken. Some children feel confident in public places others and others and like just don't have that same confidence. Why? Well, one of the reasons behind this is because they rely on the belief as to what they choose to think about themselves and their surroundings. Mahatma Gandhi said, we often become what we believe ourselves to be. If I believe I cannot do something, it makes me incapable of doing it. And it's that black and white. As with us, work can be done to rid them of these beliefs, help them figure them out, showing them that these beliefs are not facts. When something is perceived as truth, children will not push forward to prove it wrong. So by instantly helping them achieve something that they've always thought they cannot, you are breaking this chain of belief as fact. Don't you wish somebody did this with you as a kid? Together we must understand the importance of support and encouragement. Let them know they can talk to you about things like this too. As parents, as, as guardians, grandparents, aunts and uncles, we need to encourage and reinforce the things that our children are good at and can do best. Challenges along the way will always be there. But teaching them that they shouldn't avoid these challenges or believe that certain challenges are not achievable is important or that they are is important as nothing is unattainable with the right support and encouragement and work. 
This goes for how we talk to our friends too, families and coworkers. Be nice. Watch what you say and how you say it. Every day you influence people and sometimes it may not be for the better. We must educate ourselves about the powerful effects of negative actions and words towards anyone. If you have nothing good to say, then please shut up. But if you'd like to be a decent human being, saying things like, I believe in you, you are important to me, I care for you, I love you, I am here to listen to you, I trust you, I know you can do this, I know you can handle the situation, and so on and so on and so on, will guide everyone you speak to to develop enabling beliefs that will lead them to potential growth and great success. Understand the importance of how much positive talk can impact a life. Now getting back to you. Simply design a plan that identifies ways that you can live with this new reframed belief about success. It can be helpful to work with a coach, mentor, or health professional to guide you through this process. Mindful meditation, journaling, and self-reflection are essential tools to keep tabs on your thoughts. When you catch yourself diving into the pool of an old belief about success, quickly jump out of the pool. Turn that thought around to your desired outcome. It won't always be easy because, like I said, we've been carrying these beliefs for many years. But it will be well worth the work. Eliminate triggers. Make a negative habit difficult. Uncover the root. Adopt healthy routines. Every bad habit should be replaced with a good one. Take, for example, how some lines in the supermarket don't offer candy. This is for kids to not nag their parents for candy, but this is the same idea. Change your path. Change your routines. If they keep leading you right to your habits, then stop. Go a different way. Surround yourself with people that truly love you and will show you also, by not being judgmental, that they can help and they can help guide you and inspire you. So please... Don't go crazy overnight trying to make huge changes. Just change your way of thinking. Change your paths. Change your habits. This will take time, so crawl before you can walk. Think. Reflect. And then think some more. This is a process, and the more time you put in, the better the new changes will take place. Interestingly enough, being a hypnotist, you would assume most of my clients would be for weight loss or smoking, but in fact, they see me for confidence building and changing beliefs because it works, but you have to work for it to work. Success titans such as Steve Jobs, Oprah Winfrey, Mark Cuban, J.K. Rowling, and many, many more uh, have one defining trait in common. They all possess a belief in the possibility of their success. This may be an obvious, but here is the work that needs to be done. You must be able to consistently uphold the belief that you can and will succeed. Regardless where you are or what has happened to you in the past, and as I've said in the past, your past is the past. Learn and let it go. Because anything is possible. As they say in the word impossible, which when written out is I am possible. Hmm. So limiting beliefs, if you have them, work on getting rid of them. Well, we have come 
to the end of another show. And I hope this episode inspired you and made you think. And if it did, please let me know. Thank you for all the comments, the likes, and shares. Your support is everything to me. I have recently picked up quite a few listeners in Alaska. I don't understand how it works, but thank you, guys. Um, Thank you. My name is Jimmy Gonzalez. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. If you can, please adopt. Bye-bye. Appreciate your time. meditation and dedicated to all those that get up every day and hustle and do all they can to make a difference in their lives and the lives of others.